podcast I honestly was on the fence about. Uh, we're talking today. I was never on the fence about it. Well, I was on the fence before it came out. I was like, is that going to be good? I think I had a dream actually last night that I met The Rock. Really? Yeah. In person? Uh, yeah. yeah. Could you smell what he was cooking? <laughs> no, it was really interesting actually. He walked up and, and he was a, he's a friend of, in, in real life, I, he's a friend of a friend, sort of. Like a working friend of a friend that I know. And so he, I think my subconscious was just like, yeah, he, you were hanging out with your friend. He brought The Rock with him and I he met just him. He brought The Rock. Yeah. But the, the Rock's a huge deal now. He didn't used to be. He's the deal. He's like the deal. Yeah. I, I really like, I think I, I think I really like Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Like as a person. You have to. That's The Rock, by the way. Dwayne Johnson is The Rock for those of you that don't know. What? Is that his like secret identity? <laughs> Uh, well, no, I'm just saying he, I think he's just like a really good dude. And I think all he's ever wanted was to like be like a good actor. Do you think it would break America to have to choose between The Rock and Chris Pratt? <laughs> well, are they, are they the both? In terms of like the, it, the, the poster child, like the movie star that embodies this brand that is like simultaneously Did wholesome. you say Chris Pratt? Yeah. Jesus. He occupies that same space. I guess. In terms of he is himself in every movie. There's yeah. like, oh, I think, not, I think, I think you're right. I think, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Dwayne Johnson, I see is different than Chris Pratt. So I, I respect a lot of things about the rock, but he's, we haven't really gotten to see it since the beginning of his career, him really push what he can do. I think the limits of his acting. Yeah. That's what wasn't he a tooth fairy. He was a tooth fairy. He's been many things, Stephen, in the last 15 years. Yeah, and I, 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 the last time I even, I think I talked about The Rock was when uh, I briefly mentioned seeing Jungle Cruise mm-hmm. and and how that movie was wholly and completely fine. But um, I liked him in this. I like him in everything. But he's just he's also just kind of there for me. Yeah. And uh, he's great to look at, and I like I like him as a, a person. Like I, I, I would, like to touch his I, skin. I, you know what? Honestly, he's the kind of person I would like to have a beer with. You know, I don't think he drinks carbs, Stephen. <laughs> true, true. But yeah, today we're talking about the Scorpion King. What himself? <laughs> himself, Dwayne Johnson, and we're talking about a movie called Black Adam. Black Adam, Teth Adam for some. It's the new. Yep, yeah, it's the newest DC Warner Brothers now discovery warner brothers venture uh warner brothers came out recently and said well because they were bought by discovery uh they assessed warner brothers situation they originally had like slated a bunch of films to come out before they got bought and then discovery announced that warner brothers only had enough money to put out two films for the rest of the fiscal year of 2020 and that was don't worry darling and black adam and they pushed back all the other films they canceled batgirl they just canned it. It's gone. Because they can make more money off of... Write-offs? Yeah, the, the tax write-off because of uh, a failed film, the insurance from a failed film. What a joke. Then actually the, they, thought, they thought the film would make itself because it was such a bad movie, I guess. Anyway, Black Adam uh, is here. And this has been a film like 12 years in the making, maybe 13. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The Rock has been tied to playing this character of Black Adam since like the before 
Man of Steel was made. Was it not just a rumor though? It was it was always kind of a rumor, but it was also the rock always was like posting about it, being like, Yeah, oh. that'd be cool. Like I, I do look like that character from the comics. I do look like I that should play girl. him. Yeah. And and Black Adam has always been in the comics like a pretty interesting character. For those of you that don't know, I'm a huge comic book fan. I love DC uh probably as much if not more than I love the Marvel characters. From the comics. Yeah, from the comics. The movies have been interesting. Actually, just this morning, I read a quote from Discovery Warner Brothers that said they think Marvel is ahead as far as the movies go. Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> they think Marvel is ahead of DC by like six to seven to eight times as much. What do you mean? Th- that was the quote. They're like, Marvel is ahead of us by six or seven or eight times as much. What's the metric? Like money? Just No, just as quality and scale and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Is this news? Is water also wet? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, we should just talk about all this DC news. One of the other things that just happened is we haven't even talked about it yet. James Gunn, along with uh, Peter Safran. Safran? So James Gunn, who's been the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy films and the Suicide Squad, and then he also went into and did the Peacemaker uh, show on HBO Max, uh, HBO Max, also WB, also now Discovery, by the way. People are not following. But that same James Gunn, who's been like this amazing filmmaker, everybody loves what he does, even more than Taika Waititi, I would say, is now going to be the head of, along with Peter Safran, of DC, both film and television, in the same way that Kevin Feige is the head of Marvel. So, Is it pretty equitable? that role that he's taking on? I think so. I think, I think this is going to be an amazing move. I think we're going to see a, a lot more cohesion between the DC films and the shows that come probably are going to come on HBO <laughs> max. There's going to be a lot of like, um, crossover. And I think we're going to see what, what DC has been trying to do for so long, uh, which is like doing what Marvel has been doing, but with their own characters. And I, I am very, very excited for this move. Well, they've already brought Henry Cavill back. Yeah, Henry Cavill is now back as Superman. That was announced. Um, Geralt died so that Superman could uh, (laughs) fly. Yeah, Henry Cavill announced he will no longer be doing The Witcher after season three. He's going to hand that over to Liam Hemsworth to continue doing The Witcher starting with season four. And he's back as Superman, which is going to be rad because people have been pining for a Man of Steel, Chris pining for a Man of Steel sequel since man of steel came out and then when um zack snyder's justice league was a hit on hbo max everybody was like wow we really like to see more of henry cavill as superman and so now we're getting that and uh full spoilers going into black adam from here we see henry cavill in the end credits scene like mid credits scene for black adam he shows up as superman again and it was so good to see him and they played the John Williams score for that Superman. I feckin' loved it. You feckin' loved it. I loved it. It was is, so good. What is the vibe of that? Like, does Superman roll up and he's like, you better behave. Yeah, it was, and Black Adam's like, make me. Yeah, and you see, you, you <laughs> see Viola Davis show back up oh, as Amanda yeah. Waller. Cool, they're keeping her around. Yeah, she's just such a good actress. And she's so underutilized in the DC universe so far. I think, I hope they can play her to be kind of like a Lex Luthor for the the universe. She could be honestly like the big bad if they positioned it right. And she has the acting chops to do that. Um, but anyway, 
I think, uh, yeah, I think it's really amazing what they're doing right now. There's a lot of like hype, a lot of hope for the future. Hopefully they can get some reshoots into the flash film before they put it out so that they can make some sense with what they're trying to do with the future. You think they'll actually put the flash out? Of I don't moment? know. I don't know. They might can it all together because they tried to like bring in, they tried to replace Superman, replace Batman, replace all these characters with new people because like Ben Affleck is out, blah, 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 you know, whatever, whoever, you think like we could bring Ben back. Yes. Honestly, I think Ben Affleck could come back. I think if James Gunn rolled up to his house with some Dunkin' Donuts and said, Ben, get in. We're making Batman. <laughs> One of my favorite memes of all time is that Dunkin' Donuts uh, <laughs> a series of ph- uh, photographs of him dropping the Dunkin' Donuts outside of his house. What a bringing them, bringing them home to Ana de Armas at the time. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think there's a lot of bright stars on the horizon for DC and what their potential is. I also think, and I'm saying it here, you heard it here first. You're going to say it. Yeah. I think because James Gunn has so much history with Marvel and has a great working relationship with Kevin Feige. No, there's a potential for a Marvel DC film in the future. Holy crossover. You think the studios would allow such a one hundred and two hundred and three hundred. That would break 300%. No, I think it'll. I think it'll happen. I I just don't know when, and I don't know how. But I, I you know, in the next decade, I think we'll get that for sure. That's wild. Yeah, Stephen yeah. said it. He said it. You were here, listener. I also think if we're talking about Marvel for a second, which we're not, but Marvel, I think, will if after the multiverse saga, I think we'll get the mutant saga, and we'll get all of the X Men rolling into the Marvel universe. That will culminate in Avengers versus X Men. What? Which is an actual thing from the comics where they fight each other. No matter who wins, we lose. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. There are sacrifices made. Oh, no. But, you know, as in comics, nobody's actually ever dead. Yeah. They just go into the past to live there with Peggy Carter. Or into another timeline to be pulled Got out at any given moment. Yeah. Exactly. So, but what any, are we talking about today, Steve? We're talking about Black Adam. <laughs> There's not a lot to say. I, one of the things I will say is I did like it. I thought structurally, uh, I thought it was like a really competent and coherent film. I think it's a fun blockbuster movie. Yeah. Um, there's only a couple drawbacks. Really, the only one I can think of is the freaking kid. Drawback personified. Yeah. <laughs> they should have cast someone else or just not had that character. You know, I didn't even hate the kid i hated like what the kid was <laughs> you know like what the studio made him to be which i but that, that's that's the thing is i didn't hate who the kid was he essentially was like the rah-rah he was the on the ground the 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 people that black adam was trying to be the savior for he represented black adam's lost kid you know yeah essentially and he was fighting again for his child personified in this young kid but I, the actor apparently i heard he was like the, I, yeah, the, the son of yeah some other actors. some other producer actor that yeah anyway worst part of the movie but if you can get by if you can get past that kid and his acting or lack of acting i should say there's a lot of just a lot of fun elements to this and one of those things one of the fun elements is the introduction of the justice society Yes. Which is so cool because I'm, I'm a huge Justice Society person. It's like taking, it's like a, there's like the West Coast Avengers and the Avengers. It's like all the B-level Avengers 
this is like the B-level Justice League. Nice. But one of those characters is one of my favorite DC characters, Dr. Fate. And he is in this movie, and they absolutely nailed him. He's played by Pierce Brosnan, and uh, he's kind of like Dr. Strange, but his whole thing is that he's got all this mystic powers from this um, alien helmet that was literally from outer space that has all this like crazy cosmic energy power stored into this helmet and it takes over the the person that wears it and essentially makes them into this super powered insanely super powered being and so they they almost become a different person and only only certain people can actually put on the helmet without it killing them because they have to be you know worthy the, the chosen or something yeah. yeah so uh it's it's like thor and doctor strange rolled into one kind of but anyway uh doctor fate so cool. Definitely should not have, again, we're full spoilers, died in the end. But maybe they'll bring him back. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan owned it. He, like, this movie almost felt like it was just like Justice Society and Black Adam. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been. Yeah, it was, it was as much their movie as it was Black Adam's. The whole plot with Black Adam is that he became Black Adam... Uh, because his son was, and then he handed him his son handed his dad the power to save his life, and he became this superpowered Black Adam that says Shazam just like Shazam does, and gets these powers from the wizards. <laughs> it's funny they they played it off in the film to be like a reveal that he was the father and not the son yeah. from that flashback. But yeah, they show that in the trailer. Do they? Yeah, they they make a big deal like oh. the Rock's opening monologue in the trailer. I didn't know that. Pretty sure both times is like that relationship with his son. Like he's like my son sacrificed my himself so that I could live. Oh, I had no idea. It's so funny. So I, when I didn't have it in the movie. I was like, what? I didn't watch a lot of the trailers. So oh, good um, for you. <laughs> I was I was shocked because because that's not how that's not the origin of Black Adam in the comics. So yeah, yeah, and then they end up fighting like Satan or something. It doesn't, that's the thing is like, a demon, it doesn't, demon champion. it doesn't even matter. Like, that's the thing. If you can just get past the fact that this movie doesn't really matter and it's just wicked fun, then it's a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. I had a beer while I was watching it. I, I had some beer beforehand. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it as, as well, actually to a surprising degree because I knew it was going to be just schlock yeah. garbage. Yeah. Uh, but the pacing kept me interested and it did slow down at a point which was unfortunate but like they they keep moving especially in the first act and like the action's pretty good too like the cinematography when they're fighting like hawkman and black adam have a couple duels and those are interesting hawkman hawkman played by aldous hodge right from he was great leverage i love that guy i i i've always been a hawkman hawk girl fan um he's cool it was cool to see them here their origins have always been kind of different. So this version of Hawkman was interesting. Very different from Smallville's Hawkman. Oh, he was in there? Yeah. We also had Adam Smasher. Adam Smasher. Who can grow. He can grow. He's, he's, like, Ant-Man. he's like Ant-Man, reverse Ant-Man. And Cyclone, was it? Yeah, she was an amazing uh, actress. <laughs> <laughs> Stunningly Stunningly amazing. amazing. It's, it's interesting because all these ki- I actually didn't even mind the romance. I, I liked a lot of these actors and their performances yeah it really was actually good. surprising to me yeah how much i enjoyed it yeah uh from that side anyway they really tried to also mark up black adam to be like this anti-hero 
as if there was ever any doubt. Which he is. He's he's like both a villain and a hero in the comics. So he's as much of a villain as Godzilla. Like yeah. Godzilla is like and Kong. It's like they're never gonna like there's yeah. never a villain villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just there's always gonna be a third act demonic champion that's gonna <laughs> pop up like <laughs> like and then fight. Yeah, no, that's actually Su- Superman versus Batman. That's actually a great point. It's it, such a joke. He is like Godzilla. That's a great that's a great point. I don't have anything else to say about it besides that. I I, I would watch it again just for Doctor Fate. Just cut me up a, a new film and give, <laughs> call it Justice Society. Yeah, it'll be like ten minutes shorter, but it's fine. Yeah, get rid of the kid. Get and yeah. Oh my god, dude! That kid when he was like skateboarding through the halls of his apartment complex in the midst of a war zone. Yeah, I was cringy. I was like sinking into my chair. <laughs> I kept look. I saw the movie with a couple friends after we had had some drinks, and we were all just in disbelief at what we were seeing. <laughs> That's so funny. But there's there's good comedy in this film that yeah. is also intentional. Yeah. So I don't know. Was it worth going to the theater? That's up to you, listener. Uh, see it and let us know. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, on that note, we'll play something right here from Black Adam. What is Black Adam's theme? I don't know. Here's a song. (laughs) 